let's go ahead and get into our review for Extraction 2. And, of course, this is the follow-up to Extraction 1, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where you had Chris Hemsworth as God. Tyler Rake, who had to, what else, but extract a kid. I forgot, man, I, I haven't seen this in so He's long. the world's saddest mercenary. He sure is. Just, just goes on the water to what cry. Say, what the hell is he doing? Yeah, he's crying, man. Yeah. You, know, you know, he's in the water because he doesn't want people to see his tears. <laughs> but he is sad. He's a mercenary for hire. He's sad because his son is dead and he feels like I had something to do with that. At least I wasn't there for him. So when somebody says, you got to help this little boy get out of somewhere, I forgot where it was. Where? Yeah, me too. I, don't I forgot. Know. Some it's, it's a third world country. Cause of fuck or something. You know, yeah. he, but as a little boy, he says, well, you know what? I let down my child and look what happened. I got to help this kid too. And the big thing though is that, that that's a very simple premise, but everybody loved the action in this movie. Yeah. The action in this movie was amazing. You know, you, what you see right here is just a sample of one of the many one shot set pieces that they had here. And it was incredible, man. Now, this is by the Russo, one of the Russo brothers, I think. Or is it by both of them? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I thought both of them. They, they, do they ever act independently? That is true. <laughs> that is no, that's very true, man. Yeah, they do everything together, but it is based off of a graphic novel. So I don't know about, you know, Extraction 2. I don't know if that is a continuation in graphic novel form, but the original was based on that. And they did a pretty good job at it. So now we have two here where, you know, a little spoiler, just a little spoiler alert. You don't want to hear it, just give it a second. But in the last movie, Tyler Rake, mercenary for hire, sad mercenary for hire. <laughs> sensitive, Tyler Rake, sensitive mercenary. He was thought to be possibly dead, but there was no body to be found. He just fell in the water. So, you know, just like any kind of hero or slasher or serial killer, you know, <laughs> yeah, you, know. You, know uh, you know, if there's no body, they'll be back. And that is the case right here. Now, what's that? Well, it's just, you know, he's suicidal through the whole movie. And yeah, he gets, you know, he he comes to life to save this kid. And then it's like at the end, it's like, okay, I get my reward. I get to die. And then in this one, they were like, nah, we got something else yeah. to do. Clear. But with this one, he has a bigger mission. This time he has to save his sister-in-law and their kids. They've been held up by some uh, some mafia some uh, in Georgia. Yeah. Georgia, yeah. Russia. They they these 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 brothers are running the whole city and one of the brothers is happening and they really don't go into it that much but one of the brothers is married uh to his tyler rick's sister-in-law and says you know what if i cannot be with my wife outside of prison because his ass got caught then i want my wife to be brought in here with me <laughs> along with the kids <laughs> so you know this is so since this is his family you know, when, and especially since his ex-wife already guilt trips his ass uh -huh. most of the time. Hey, you let our son die. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. Hey, hey, you know what? Why don't you, why don't you quit fucking up for once and do something right? Why don't you get my sister out of prison? And so, he, of course, since he's already guilt tripped and sad, he does that. And, hey, look, it works out for everybody. He does this for family. He does this for his ex-wife. And he does it for us because hopefully we get some more great action scenes like we did in the first but how's the rest of the film? Let's go ahead and take a look at this trailer for Extraction 2. And we'll be back with our review. But you survived. You fought your way back. 
just have to find out why. We got a contract. the client's request. talk about this for a particular reason other than just doing a review which is why I thought that this would make a good discussion a few days after the movie came out on Netflix and to do that I want to actually start out I want to start out with a, with a complaint uh, you know I usually don't like to start yeah you reviews negative not you no no it is not I don't like to start reviews negatively but uh, I'm going to do that for a particular reason that we'll talk about later mm -hmm. but let me just say our, as, as opposed to the first movie. Now, this is where I think, having been a graphic novel, where the first movie had a little bit more of an advantage, I think there were better characters in the first movie. I think because the characters had more character. I think they had more personality. You know, and don't get me wrong, you know, looking at this movie, I'm not saying that they're, you know, the, the characters are terrible. I'm just saying that they're best when they're being badasses. You know, the, you know, the, the action is so cool that you, man, you root for them. You know, when they're taking out bad guys, I mean, look at that. You got Chris Hemsworth steamrolling through a train, just yeah, yeah. slicing through dudes. You know, you, man, you can't help but, but, but root for him, man. But if these characters aren't killing somebody, beating the shit out of somebody, are running from fire and bullets, I think they just... Bare minimum personalities. Flat. Flat. Ooh. Flat as hell. Because that was one of the things with the first extraction. What made it a surprise was not only the well uh, the well choreographed action scenes and the chase scene and all that, but there was some feeling. Like, uh, Chris Hemsworth being the reluctant um, you know, hero uh, mercenary 
was to take this kid who at first he didn't even like. Yeah. But then, you know, they they bond and then you you were with them and you're rooting for them the whole time. And this time, I, I wasn't getting that feeling. First off, <laughs> no. the, having having characters from the first movie come along, it was almost like, well, it's an obligation. This will link them back to the first movie. Yeah. And yeah. then with the whole situation, I was like, yeah, I'm just not feeling it. Oh, no. Matter of fact, I'm I'm almost like thinking if I'm him, I'm going, this is too much. I'm I'm, I'm fucking out of here. Yeah, <laughs> people, this, you know, these characters in here, it's it suffers from being a sequel. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you had a source, you had source material for your first movie and you used it well. And being a sequel now, it's like you ran, you know, you know when that book ran out, you know, you you <laughs> ran out. You got nothing after this, yeah, man. Yeah, let, let's see the script. Oh, well, let us see the graphic novel. There's not one. You got to write something. Yeah, oh, shit. Oh, no. That's hard. This is some chat GPT <laughs> shit right here. Uh, chat, chat GPT could write something. Yeah. yeah a little bit. Man, I got to be honest. Because what, the, what they're doing is, what, what made the first one cool where Chris Hemsworth's character, Tyler Rake, uh, what made him appealing was that he was reluctant to do this because we, we didn't know what was really happening at first, but then we found out that he was upset about his kid who was dead. Uh, and, it, and that the drama there did carry weight. Uh, the drama does not carry any weight right here. Uh, you know, Rake is upset about the death of his kid, but that plays very little into the movie now. It really does. That That's oh. not much of a thing. It's just like, well, I, I'm trying to save these two people. Who are they? Us, uh, my ex-wife's sister. You're like, man, hey, so? So, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a... Uh, it, it, yeah, that, that play, for one, they knew what was the big selling point of the first movie. It was the action. So the movie's full of so much action, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. The movie's full of so much action that this little bit of time we spend with these characters, it doesn't matter. It really does. The, the drama does not matter here, man. Uh, and, it, and to be honest with you, it doesn't make sense. They revealed something at the end of this movie. I almost got mad. I'm like, bitch, are you serious? You know what I'm talking about? I'm like, wow, you was with all this time without saying that? Mm-hmm. And you knew how I felt? I was like, man, come on now. That, that's, that, now. that writing is terrible right there. I said, that that's not really a plot hole, but that's, I don't know. That just doesn't make sense. Well, also, our, our villain, just generic Russian, you know, military gangster. You're like, boring. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, the villain that we have here, man. You know, well, that's the problem with both both the villain and Chris Hemsworth's character in this movie. That's the villain right there. I don't even, I don't even remember yeah. him because he's not very memorable. You know, because I think that the drama that they have here, it puts not only a damper on the, on the film, uh, not only puts a damper on the story, not only puts a damper on these characters, but it puts a damper on Chris, Hem- Chris Hemsworth's performance in this. Uh, because <laughs> I can tell you when, when, he's not, uh, when he's not doing action and he tries to like start you know, trying to be sensitive and pensive and reflective, it don't come across that way. It come across as all, like he's always like he forgot something. <laughs> you know, <laughs> where did I put my keys? <laughs> you know, did I lock the door to the, the car? You know, it's like, Wait, uh, okay, did I buy tomatoes or not? Yeah, because I can't make the salt. Uh, you know, he's on shrooms and that shit kicked in. And I, you know, he just—it's like it's not working, man. He, he looks lost. <laughs> Look like he don't know what to do when he ain't shooting somebody. <laughs> but what do I do now? <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't know, man. They cheated me on eggs. I know it. Routing <laughs> <laughs> by two, carry the warden. <laughs> I clearly put two dozen in my basket. Now I got one dozen. You tell me what's wrong with that. <laughs> Bitch, talk to me like that. <laughs> <laughs> what I should have said was. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell did they think? But. Uh, <laughs> but um, 
you know, I listen, I think what could have happened here, what could have made this better is, uh, you know, a, a wild movie like this, because it is wild. It is it's, wild. It's, it's crazy, over the top. A wild movie like this could have used some over the top characters, over the top performances, could have used more humor. I mean, I'm sorry, I don't want to, I'm not saying that you can't have a drama and do this, except the drama wasn't written very well. If you don't have that much time to spend on it, in my humble opinion, I think that's when you need to bump up the humor, have just, you know, the characters be a little lighthearted, uh, have some really funny lines written. I actually saw places where I said, man, if you had said this at this moment, mm -hmm. that would have been so memorable. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and the, you're right, Martin, the, the villain in this, let me find this fool. He's just very generic. He is. Yeah. Martin is right. No, he's extremely, he's extremely mm -hmm. generic uh, villain that we have here. Oh no, let me mark where this kid is. I like, hate you know his how when you have a good villain, you're happy when they show up, either because they say something that's that's witty or funny, mm -hmm. or because they're just so terrifying that it makes you go, "Oh, oh shit!" Shit, like Homelander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah. this guy, you're like, "All right, well, yeah." Can we have his conversation so we can get him out of here? <laughs> this, this not, you see this expression on his face, right? That's the whole movie. Oh, he just, man, yeah, that, this, when he's not killing somebody, he just looks bored. He's worse than Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> he looks like he did because the thing is, Chris Hemsworth at least he looks like he wants to be there. He might, he might be, he might be lost every now and then, but he looks like he just don't even want to be there. Even when he kills a lackey, you know, he still got that same expression <laughs> yeah. on his face. He, he kills somebody with a pitchfork. He, just <laughs> like, damn, man, look angry at something. <laughs> he has an interesting backstory. He kills somebody with a, he kills a lackey, somebody with a pitchfork and face just as blank. Yeah. I was like, come <laughs> on, man. He looked just like that. <laughs> Do not fail me again. You know, all that kind of bullshit. He has an interesting backstory. Uh, it is mostly told in flashback, but like Chris Hemsworth's story with his kid, man, they show you these flashbacks and they might be cool, but they don't really play into the present very well. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, uh, I yeah I this this villain was no matter how cruel or evil your villain is if they don't have personality you just don't care right and my right. my this confrontation that we would eventually get with Hemsworth and this guy it just I didn't I didn't it didn't matter to yeah me. yeah by the time I mean one it takes forever to get to it and then by the time yeah. you do you're like I, I don't I don't care and, oh, and, and 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 it's just one of these things I I don't know as I get older I look at the economy of things I was like. Man, you wasting a lot of henchmen just to get your wife back. You yeah. don't want to be here, and this, this doesn't really work. It, Every, doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Everybody keeps telling him this plan sucks. Man. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, ain't no plan. Yeah. Your plan is just to get dudes killed. Mm -hmm. And even people come in. You lost ten men today. I don't care. <laughs> You're like, well, we can. <laughs> sure, I don't want to fucking die. <laughs> <Right. laughs> I, would, I would love to see that in something like this where you see henchmen just leaving. Where like, fuck this, yeah, this planning, yeah. <laughs> and, but to keep the movie going, that's another thing. This, this is bad writing because nobody buys this bullshit, all right? Because to keep the henchmen around, everybody's like, oh, well, the villain's a cult leader. He has cult leader status. And so everybody's like, I'll die for you. I'll be there with you, comrade, to the very end. It's like bullshit. No, you know, in real life, nobody would do that. Right. At some moment, some, some, if somebody would hit fuck this mode. Yeah, as a matter of fact, the person saying, like, I will, I will follow you to hell. This person would end up stabbing him in the back. Yeah. You're like, click. Okay, whew. Glad he's out of the way. Yeah. We can all just take the money we got and go home. And my biggest complaint with the characters in this movie, fucking Sandro. This kid. This, oh, I, I know. I hate this kid right here. They write kids like this and stuff all the time. Yeah. This kid, I despise. This is the kid in a movie where every one of his actions gets multiple good guys killed. 
because he doesn't listen, because he's stupid, because he's he's uh, you know the, because he believes the villains more than he believes the guys who are actually trying to help him. I fucking hate this kid. It was so many times I wanted Chris. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I wanted him to die. No, me too. I wanted. I want a bullet in his head. I would. I didn't <laughs> want to put it there, God, but I wanted. Hell. I wanted this dude to catch one in the dome, and I wanted him to be gone. <laughs> In the dome? In the dome. <laughs> Thunder dome. I wanted that shit. I wanted him, I wanted him gone. I don't know about that. I was, I, thinking, say, I was kinda, just thinking like a bullet in his ass to where he couldn't, he could, He would have to limp along. He, he had to go. I'm the, I, I wanted him dead. I don't give a fuck as a kid. He got so many people killed because he was stupid and intentionally stupid. Everybody was telling him, man, don't do this. Man, we're helping you. Your mother needs you. No, <laughs> fuck you. What is my father? What is my uncle? He's revealing everything to everybody along the way. Fuck this kid, man. I, and you know what? Hey, look. Okay, I'll go soft. I want a Chris Hemsworth to pull him aside and punch him in his face. I Not his too. stomach. I want him to punch him in his jaw and say, stop. Yeah. Because I, I, there's a point where he pulls him aside and I thought, Please, okay, do this now. But he's like, it's gonna be all right. Just go along. He's like, no, he's not listening. <laughs> I, I, I want him to go to his mom and go like, listen, I know he's your son, but we can't have him along with us. Furious Kirk says, "Core exaggerating how bad he was." No, I'm not. No, damn, no, I'm Nuh-uh. not. You like, you like Michael Jordan, bro? Fuck them kids. <laughs> Fuck them kids, man. He's not seriously. He was defiant. He got so many people killed. He was a liability. Yeah, that kid. No, that kid was that There's bad. There's a habit of writing kids, uh, especially boys, that way. Uh, you got that graphic novel for the strain. I used to love that show, but mm-hmm. they had a kid on there who was doing the same shit, and I was like, I can't keep watching this. This is frustrating me to no end. Oh, oh, they say you're talking about someone else. Okay, All right. Yeah, uh, I don't know who you're talking about. Then who, who are you talking about? Put it in there. I want to know who you're talking about. I'm curious. Instigator. Yeah, no, I, 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 no, I, I might have been over exaggerating. You know, with who they're talking about, um, but. Um, Somebody in the chat said, ooh, I remember that kid you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this kid, man. I couldn't stand him. Now, I will say this, and I don't know, know how you feel about this, because you feel the same way about the characters, but, you know, I will say this about the movie outside the characters. Fortunately, I think most of the action in this movie is amazing, just like the first one, and I think they, they, they expand on it, almost to a flaw, to the detriment of the story. But the action in it is pretty amazing, man. And really, that's the star of the film. You know, that that, that if they could actually say, if they could put in the credits, action, starring action <laughs> mm-hmm. as action, it would it would get top billing because that is the real star of the movie. And mainly the one to, the one shot takes, you know, uh, the highlight in this movie is the uh, the prison break which leads to a car chase, leads to a runaway train. And the reason why I think that it works is not just because of the gimmick of the one shot, which I think is great, but I also think it works because, you know, they have these individual shots that work within the long shot itself. I was talking about this with one of the editors and we kind of agreed that, you know, what they were doing here. You know, uh, first of all, they, they do a lot of things with these, with these uh, one shots. They, you know, they establish the challenge ahead, you know, like the prisoners that they have to fight. Mm-hmm. They, 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 with the camera, as you can see constantly the way moving. constantly yeah, moving and what they're doing is they're setting up the obstacles that they have to go through. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So you see kind of like, all right, you got to get from this point to that point and you see all, all oh, the people in between. Yeah. Away, yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh shit, man, that, that really creates a lot of suspense and anticipation. Uh, the violence is felt, man. The camera follows certain actions. You know, you'll be picking up a shovel. They'll follow the hand, picking up the shovel, the, the shovel going to somebody's face. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a, it's amazing. 
just mesmerizing camera work that they got going on here. And it makes you feel like you are in it. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the whole time you feel like, shit, I was watching my right. back. Right. Try, dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, he feels about to run up on me. You know? Well, it, it, that's something they do very well. Cause so often when you watch action movies yeah. and somebody's fighting in it, Tons of people around them, yeah. but like everybody only approaches them one at a time. They make right, their way yeah, through. Yeah. There's bullets going back and forth, but the hero's just walking like he ain't at least at all worried about getting hit in the back or yeah. hit with a bullet. And here, yeah, it's like yeah, I'm taking these guys out, but here's somebody else right. coming on top. It looks like and, that, yeah. chaos and, everywhere. Yeah, that that's that that's the point. You make make a great point. You don't know where the attacks are coming from, man, which makes you feel like that you. They do a great job making you feel like that you are in the middle of this riot too. <laughs> Shit, he almost saw the shot of sister. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the things I also love, the fight choreography in this, it doesn't look rehearsed, it doesn't look like ballet, it looks dirty. It looks like like a brawl. It looks like a right. street brawl, it and, looks nasty, it looks and, dirty. And his moves are, it's a very uh, much uh, economy oh, of movement. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> throw Martin back in there. Uh, yeah. No, it's, a, it's a con economy of movement. You watch what he's doing, he's doing just what he needs to get these people off and move on to the next person, as opposed to let's, let's have a pose down <laughs> and, right. and, and get into forms and stuff. Yeah, no, it's dirty, downright dirty fighting, man. Uh, and also, this is a, this is like a video game in the best way, man. You feel like, because uh, in video games, when you are playing, you know, there are no cuts. You, you know, you're tracking your, your movement a whole way. It's from your first person point of view. And, and it, a lot of this feels like that, especially when they're doing stuff like when they're on the train and uh, gunning down helicopters and yeah, whatnot. I, I agree with you. But to me, that was more kind of a, a little bit of a negative because as I as I was watching it, I just felt so much like I was playing. Um, Far Cry or or Uncharted. I was like, man, I don't know about <laughs> I don't know about this extraction, but this dude should be the one to to uh, direct a, a Uncharted movie. Yeah, because nah, yeah, it, it yeah. very much had that. I mean, there was just so many sequences where my hands were like reaching for the controllers. <laughs> yeah, as I was doing it, and I was like, it's cool, it is cool, but at the same time, it's so it's it's so hyper, it's hyper realistic that you know. Like it's not. It, it kind of took me out of it a little bit. Yeah, I don't know, it, man. It kind of reminded me of Crank, also. Somebody. Yeah, I could see that. To me, it was just like, well, I'm just watching somebody play a game with a first person shooter or a brawler with some yeah. of the best fucking graphics ever. You know, no, I, I, Hardcore Henry has a lot of the, this feel to it. Too. Yeah, and on top of that, one of the things I like about the fight scenes here, uh, people get hurt. The hero gets hurt. Oh, yeah. If you can look, I'm gonna show you something right now. You can see. You look over, you can see this dude back here about to bust him upside his goddamn head. <laughs> My turn. <laughs> yeah. And in the middle of this, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth character, uh, Tyler Rake, he gets he gets stabbed and he gets, you know, he's constantly getting punched and he gets knocked in the back of the head and he's out for a little while like you expect somebody in a big fight like this. <laughs> Where the Tweety Birds? Yeah. He ain't got the Thor's dancing right <laughs> Get off me. <laughs> 
I, I, I mean, I loved, I loved this fight right here, That's man. That's amazing, amazing yeah. camera work. And also, it feels like an escort mission in a game, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because there, because there are moments where, you know, if if he does it, if he takes his eye off of his sister in law too long, she's gonna get grabbed. Mm -hmm. And y'all know how that is in a, in a game where you have an escort mission. Some white people don't like them sometimes because you're so busy and they just snatch the person <laughs> up that you're supposed to be protecting. <laughs> You feel the desperation. It's like he's fighting for his life, but he's also fighting to keep these people close to him, which seems damn near impossible in this kind of situation. And another thing, talking about when people get hurt, I mean, when they get hurt, they get hurt. You know, they don't, they get, when people get stabbed, it's not like in movies where they get that heroic grunt, like, oh, ugh. no, when they get stabbed, it's like, ah! <laughs> they shriek, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and the way they flow from one set piece to another within one shot as i said that's the thing that makes it feel like a video game that's what makes it feel like uh call of duty at a certain point but it's also just feels flawless the way they do it seamless and it just let and it left me breathless man like i said they go from uh the prison to a car chase and then they get on this train and that's a whole other mm -hmm. long yeah. sequence right there, man. And, you know, and it's cool because every team member, you know, with this long, these long set pieces and one shots, uh, it's not just Chris Hem Hems Hemsworth's character that gets to go in and do all the action. You know, his team members also get moments to go in and do their, you know, their, their badassery. Yes. This is what I'm talking about. Got one hero, one super. And as I said, you know, if you continue to watch this, they get to a point where, uh, oh, what's the chick, uh, Nick? That the, that's the that's the his uh, boss's name. Yeah. The uh, the woman that he works for, she uh, there's a moment here where she gets she gets to show how she can handle herself. Her for real. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, man, these people are in pain when they get stabbed. Uh, that's uh, Golshifeth Farana that plays uh, the character of Nick. I'm sure I messed that name up, uh, but that's who that actress is. Um, you know, it's so good that the movie kind of gets, I guess it gets, it gets bogged down by the action a little bit sometimes. Uh, but it does help to overlook some of the flaws that I have with the character for myself. Uh, you know, at the same time, I will say this, it does, the action is so amazing here that you saw how well it worked when they had a good story and good mm -hmm. characters in the in, in the first movie. So you kind of wish they did have a better movie right here, man, as far as the characters go, as far as the story goes. It would have added to the fun of yeah. what they're doing here. 
because when whenever they're not doing this, it's just it's just not much. It's almost boring. Yeah. Um, but I'll say this, man. I saw some people putting the movie down, like giving it negative reviews. And I would say that, I don't know, for myself, and maybe you can help me understand because you might not agree with me here. But, you know, it makes me wonder, why does John Wick get a pass? You know, I, I, I've been that, saying this for the saying, entirety look, of the John Wick series. That movie looks just like John Wick. John Wick might have more stylish locations and more exotic locations and more artistry to its cinematography. Uh, I would say that it's not better or worse. It's just different. So maybe that's why it gets a pass. But John Wick is nothing but action at this point. John Wick is really when you take everything away from John Wick and that dog and all that kind of stuff. He's not that big of a personality. No, you know? no, I, no, and no. I love John Wick. I love Counter Reasons John why? Wick. Why? Because of the action that he does. Okay, but you said you love like John Keanu, Wick. Counter Reasons. Oh yeah, it's just it's just you know it's it's they they, they the, the way his story is set up at first just kind of has lasted See, this, with me. This is answering your question. Like, like so much of the mystique of John Wick happens in that first 30 or 45 minutes yeah. of the first movie. That, mm -hmm. that, that's what built it up. Right. You know, hey, you killed his dog. Love dogs. How dare you do this? Now he's going for revenge. And, and, Got him out of and, retirement. And, and, and it's really, it, all of it, it uh, hinges on John Leguizamo's on the phone call. That, yeah. that that's that that builds the legend. Like everything they say after that, that's that's a bunch of bullshit. But that that reaction right there, and people love Keanu. So yeah. John with John Wick, it's a legend that has built itself, and everybody has contributed to that. The movie itself doesn't even matter. Well, I can tell you to answer your question though, I can tell you it's not just John Wick. So first of all, they set up just a legendary origin story. This guy yeah. going after his dog. But on on top of that, you know, I've always said that they set up this world. Yeah. Which is, you know, which has gotten crazy, you know, oh, but, yeah. but yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. insane. It's a legend. It's a, it's a cartoon world now. Yeah, but, it, yeah. you know, I do like that they created this universe of nothing but assassins, you know, going wild. Uh, also, the you know, with every movie, with that world, with the story, they've gotten just grander mm -hmm, with it. Mm -hmm. So they have, whether, whether you like it or not, they've, they've grown the story in just wild ways. They have, they have taught themselves. But really, like I said, at this point, by the time we got to four, they have taught themselves with, you know, the order of, of assassins and whatnot. But most of the movie is just action. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because acting-wise, it's like, eh, uh, <laughs> or, or, or at least, you know, uh, dialogue and all. But it's mostly action. But it is, it is gorgeous to look at. That's the thing yeah, I gotta say yeah. about so that. Every, that everything y'all saying for extraction. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. I would probably say that maybe John Wick has a little more character. Yeah. Than uh than, than extraction too, because even for you know I I really did enjoy Pennywise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no. You got you got Pennywise. You got Charon. You got yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Lance Reddick. Lance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That uh, Charon. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Who's Ian McShane? I forget his character. Uh, no, Winston. I forgot his Winston. 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 Yeah. 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 You got you got all these different things to attach yourself to, and it's it's you know it's basically a yeah. comic book. So it's easy to have that. But with yeah. traction, you're dealing with, you know, for the most part, real people in our world. And we got Chris Hemsworth. He, you know, we follow him. Everybody else, man, there's not much you can not much you can attach to that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's but I would say that if you if you just if you're one of those people who just loves the action in John Wick, you know, I I don't see why you would not love the action here. If that's if that's what you really want. Now, if you're looking for a little bit more, I do understand, you know, yeah. where you're coming from. Yeah, because I because you know you remember in, in the first one where you hit that that midpoint and then David Harbor comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and like and like it, you don't even think you're gonna get something like that, but it was that was that was a gem of a scene. And here we don't have that. No, that is you know, and I forgot that we did have David. 
David Harbor, David Harbor in this movie until I started looking at his trailer again. I was like, mm -hmm. and then it started coming all back to me, just how cool his character mm -hmm. was. So yeah, you know that this this is a this is a disappointment as far as being a sequel. You know, it's but again, if you were there for the action, then that's probably going to be they, they do a lot better with the action. They didn't. That, that was their. It's more ambitious. Yeah, it is. That was their. That was their main point. That was their. That was the what they paid attention to the most. Can they top themselves in the area of action? And they and they do. So even though it's a disappointment, even though I didn't really, I didn't like the characters here, even the ones that we've already come to like in the mm -hmm. first one, I give this a matinee. Uh, the action I would give a full price, but then you know, and that's most of the movie. But I, can, I I'm judging this by a full movie and saying yes, yeah, it's, it's a matinee for me. Uh, I'm I'm more of a rental in as much as it's on streaming. And like you, like the, the stuff that wasn't the action did zero for me. But yeah. it is a good movie to have on streaming where you can fast forward and just watch the ac action yeah. sequences. Mm -hmm. and, and in that, you you yeah, you like you say a full price. Yeah, you get you get a full plate with, with the action. You could just you matter of fact, you could watch an access action sequence and stop and go back and rewatch it just to notice all the stuff that you missed before. You uh one hundred percent with that as far as me agreeing with you. I agree with you 100 percent on that because I, I said if I go back and watch this again, I'm just going back and watching the prison scene and mm -hmm. the train scene. Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not stopping to watch this fool set up there. <laughs> stare off into space after time. <laughs> this fool, you know, he ain't shooting nobody. So yeah. So yeah, you know. And hey, look like you said, man, it's it's on Netflix. It's easy to watch yeah. if you want. All right. Let's go ahead and get the last thing that we have to do. This Oh, who won the fight though? Who was John Wick or him? John Wick, baby. John Wick. What are you, what are you asking me to do? He's never, he never giving up John Wick, man. Huh? So you never give him, giving up on John I Wick. I am. If he goes against Batman, Batman's going to win. <laughs> Come on. <laughs>